0: All right, here we are again. It's uh, Tony and Mike's uh, new adventure, and uh, it's been such a great success that we're just going to keep on doing it until we get it right. So uh, please stick with us. How are you doing this morning, Mike, or this afternoon?
1: Yeah, whenever anybody's listening. I'm doing great, Tony. It's episode four, so we've got the I and the V. I've started the Roman numeral aspect to it, so maybe we'll catch up to the Super Bowl uh, sometime soon uh, when it comes to what number we're at. But, yeah, who would have thought, you know, two guys that – sort of fell into each other in radio, uh, and then you know, sort of left each other, not by our decision, but by others, are back again because, well, everybody wanted us to be back together. So here we are. Yes, and
0: it's a pleasure to be back together again. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, c- a couple of things. Uh, I, I don't know, did, did you get hit heavy today with, uh, with rain in the afternoon? No. Here no. in Stanford, we, we got hit pretty hard. It came down in buckets for a good half hour or 45 minutes, uh, thunder, lightning, uh, the whole nine yards. And it just kept on coming and coming and coming. And earlier this morning, Mike and I, we checked in to discuss uh, today's show and I took my wife's chair and I took it outside onto the patio. We were talking, we were doing that for about what, maybe 15, 20 minutes, half hour, whatever it was. And then I went inside. Well, then the, the rain started, I'm in the shower, and it's raining, thunder, and lightning. And all of a sudden, it clicked. <gasps> did I bring her chair in the house? <laughs> did, I, did I remember to do that? And I panicked. And my son, who's working from home in our spare room, he, he came out. He was like, what's the matter? What's the matter? I says, your mother's chair. I left it outside in the rain. I say, she's going to have a fit. Oh my god, I thought you I thought somebody died. I thought I thought you tripped and hurt yourself. I says, Oh my god, and then I came in in, into our our foyer here, and uh I had remembered to bring the chair in. So that was a sigh of relief.
1: That was yeah, but that brings up another question. What you you didn't remember that you brought it in. So now we have a doctor's appointment scheduled for next week about memory loss, or what do we have here? I mean, (laughs) it's just it's just one. Lily pads to the next with you, crying out
0: loud. It was just one of those things. Did I do it? Did I not do it?
1: I no, said, oh. no. People who are watching this have to think that your wife is like six foot five, brass knuckles. I mean, the way she talks is just, you know, very sailor-like and stuff like that. And that, you know, she just is huge and constantly is beating you. Uh, left fist right fist but but that's not the case at all no
0: it's it's not and and you know something I say to her why are you always yelling at me and she says because you're always screwing up nobody screws up like you do and I have to admit she she's right but but I love her very much and I wouldn't have it any other way right honey I love you <laughs>
1: Yeah. 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 Oh boy! <laughs> All right. So the word last week was bumblebee. We'll have another word at the end of uh, this program that people can write in their comments. And also I, I want people to know that with this being premiered on doing it locals Facebook page. So a big thank you to Steve for teaming up with us on this. People can comment as the program is going along. So as we bring up topics, we want to see your comments I love seeing Bumblebee. I love seeing, uh, you know, all the other words that we've had. But, you know, I also want to see what people are commenting about some of the topics that we're talking about. So there's going to be a couple of things, Tony, that you and I are talking about that I really want people, as it's premiering on doing it local, but even at any other time of any other day that they're watching it, comment along. I want to get your feedback on it so then we can share that the following week and have you know, a little bit more of an interactive type of program here. Uh, Tony and I, of course, you know, we, we make the big bucks. Obviously, look at all these things that we have uh, behind us. I have a, a handmade note from my daughter right over here. That's that's about it under a, a Polaroid that I took of my dog. So, yeah, high class here at the old Bellamy household. But that's what we're looking to do, bring up topics that people can talk about and comment along with it so then we can see kind of where everybody is is, is is going with that but uh bumblebee we had several people uh comment and make the 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 um the, the word bumblebee so let me take a second here uh beverly patricia Lori, mary d kathy donna and mary janice richard and peggy uh john nancy christine wheeler rose uh let's see kareen david elsa celeste charlie Barbara, Vin, Carol, Sally, Michael, Dorothy, Pat, Ida, Jessica, Sandra, just a few of the names of people who made the comment Bumblebee uh, at the end of the program uh, last week. But, you know, we had kind of a tough way at it last week because of the hurricane. You know, the hurricane knocked out power to over 600,000 Connecticut residents. I think last I saw, there's still about 2,000 or so people without power because of the storm uh, that happened. And now we've got everything that's going on, Tony. We've got the investigation into the utilities. And I love the UI folks, because whenever Eversource is constantly being bombarded, you always see the comments. I was looking at doing it local, whenever Steve would do a story on the power. Well, what about UI? Why aren't they looking at United Illuminating? Why aren't they investigating United Illuminating? Well, the Attorney General, William Tong, is filing suit and investigating both United Illuminating and Eversource when it comes to their utility restoration after the storm. So, all of our UI viewers, you are included in this. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're looking for money back. They're looking for change at management. Senator uh, uh, Richard uh, Blumenthal, who we used to interview once a week on the radio program, uh, he, of course, is head long into this wanting a huge investigation of the utility companies. Tony, I ask you, I mean, what would you rather have? A change of leadership at the utility companies? Or money off of your bill? I'd rather have money off of my bill, because
0: this is my opinion. Okay, and I don't mean anything uh, 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 by it. No matter who's in charge, nothing's going to change. Right. Okay, Whether it's me, you or whoever. Well, we've the, seen this with several storms. Yeah. It, but it doesn't matter. So just take it off of my bill and I'll I'll, I'll be happy.
1: No problem. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, that, that's that is a way that they could do it. But remember, Eversource is looking to raise the rate. In fact, they have a public hearing that's scheduled on August 24th. Now, the way that public hearings are taking place nowadays is just like this via Zoom. They're gonna mm-hmm. have a public hearing via Zoom. You don't have to put your picture on the video, so if people are hesitant because you're going to be facing these people and seeing, I, I believe you don't have to use your face, but I could be wrong. But it's August twenty fourth is the hearing about the rate hikes, uh, so you can use that time to to vent your frustration with it. But then we also saw um, that one of the executives of EverSource, told the day before the storm hit, sold off shares in the company. so there you go there you go unbelievable unbelievable i i I don't i don't know what i don't you know really i I don't know know how else there could be a simple explanation for that that you know is his his uncle pete was you know this type of stuff and oh wow the storm just sort of hit us but you would think a utility company in connecticut when there is a hurricane churning in florida or the carolinas or whatever It's mass hysteria to make sure something like this doesn't happen because it happens every big storm here in Connecticut. The power goes out and it goes out for several days. You would think that it would be on every executive's mind. And the last thing that they would want to do is appear to have some sort of impropriety and sell off shares the day before something like this happens. I mean, give me a break.
0: Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. Unbelievable the way some people think, that's for sure. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, thoughts uh, on the coronavirus. All right. A, a couple of things. All right. uh, just indulge me here just for a moment. I read this morning there's a California church. OK, uh, it's a mega church in suburban Los Angeles. And of course, they had to close their doors during the whole COVID-19 thing. Uh, But they opened their doors. People are allowed to come now and worship, which is great. But more and more people are coming. And they had to set up a tent outside to handle the overflow. Thousands of people are coming now. They're packed into the church. And if there are no more seats, or if they can't handle it anymore, they're going outside into the tent. I guess they're piping in the the preacher, or or, or whatever, and okay. this is this is the way that 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 it's it's rolling. They're not practicing social distancing. In in the words of Frank Barone from Everybody Loves Raymond, "You dumb bastards!" <laughs> uh, it, it's I mean you, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. You know I, I'm all for going to church. I believe in God. But I I just don't think that this is the right way to to stay home and watch Jimmy Swaggart on TV.
1: Yeah, you know, you mentioned those overflow areas. A lot of churches have those to sort of, you know, accommodate if they have a large crowd, Christmas, Mm -hmm. Christmas Eve, you know, Easter, you know, these Mm -hmm. are the types of holidays where people who normally don't go to church do go to church. But I've seen a lot driving around here outdoor service they're they're not necessarily having service indoors and we're talking 95 degrees outside and the pastor as I drive by it was in a full suit doing the you know the sermon um but I'm not seeing masks I'm not seeing chairs separated by by six feet I don't know if this is a classic here in the article a lot of most people are not wearing the masks and they're
0: not social distancing and I'm, I'm reading in another article that now they're saying, of course, I've heard this before, six feet might not be enough. Mm. It may, may not be enough distance.
1: Well, I've seen you sneeze and it's at least 12 feet. <laughs> at least. <laughs> at least. <Okay. laughs> and when you get animated talking, the saliva. Yeah. It catches like a second wind and will go 18 to 20 feet. Could very well happen. Could very, very it well. It's like happen. the Seinfeld bit when, you know, they got hit. But the, the saliva, spitter. who was that? Who, who the, the did it? That spitter, was uh, uh, yeah. Kramer and uh, Roger McDowell, Keith Hernandez. Roger McDowell was the yeah, spitter. Yeah. That's right. The, the second spitter.
0: spitter. But, but, but uh, you know, and, and just to, one final thought, when, when we go to the grocery store, okay, I've noticed, uh, every, you know, social distancing, everybody's got the mask, but I've noticed, and I'm guilty of this myself at times. You go because you want to get some peaches or something. You put them in that plastic bag. First thing you do is lick your fingers and to open up the bag. And then you're handling all the fruit and vegetables. I mean.
1: Good I point. Know. I was just noticing that the other day I went to lick my hands and I hit the mask. I'm like, <laughs> oh, and then I take the mask down, lick my fingers. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're yeah. right. It's There's so many things that we do on a daily basis that we don't think about it, but it's driving the coronavirus mm-hmm. and you know churches it, this is a this is a sticky situation because you've got the classic separation of church and state right i mean you've got uh, the state isn't going to tell churches how to how to handle things but churches closed their doors mm-hmm. at the beginning of all this and we're doing zoom type sermons and these types of things and now they're opening their doors and you've got a frustrated country tony i mean you've got several parts of the country that are very frustrated because americans don't like to be told what to do they don't like to be confined into spaces part of what we're founded on is freedom and the freedom to do whatever we want to do that is wear a mask not wear a mask go to church not go to church these types of things the department of Public Health state agencies are in charge of protecting citizens okay but everything has become so politicized that whenever you hear a governor that has a d or an r next to his name you think that whatever message he's or she's unveiling has that political message to it and and then you have a reaction to it you have presidential rallies that are taking place that nobody is wearing masks you have sporting events where you, you know, you, I've seen several baseball games where they're spitting, Tony. I mean, I, I know that they're, they've outlawed spitting, but I've seen it clear as day. So, I mean, you have people that just aren't following the rules, but no, you're right. It's If churches are going to be welcoming parishioners back into their buildings, they have to be mindful of the disease of the virus and to stop the spread. Now, the, another big thing that happened in Connecticut This last week is the big decision on whether or not there's going to be fall sports. We saw college football sort of make a step forward when it comes to this. The Big Ten and the Pac-12, these are two super conferences, have decided to forego the fall season. I mean, you're talking Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. These are huge college programs foregoing the fall football season with the hope, of playing in the spring. So now you translate that down to the high school level, okay? We've got people who are watching this that have kids that are in sports. School by school are deciding how they're going to bring the students back. Is it going to be virtual learning or is it going to be in classroom type of learning? But then the big question is, is there going to be Friday night lights, so to speak? Is there going to be high school football? Is there gonna be volleyball, these types of sports? Well, the committee, for high school football in Connecticut. Recommended, no. Okay, let, let's let's forego the fall season and move forward to the spring. But the CIAC, which is the Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference came out and said, we're soldiering on. We're playing the fall season, football included. But then with that, they said, we're looking and working with the Department of Public Health on recommendations comment along here folks as we're talking tell us what you think should they be going back to play fall sports and i mean all sports football gets all the attention but i don't think there's anything wrong with golfers participating in sports i think tennis is something that they might be able to play football i don't know but right now they're soldiering on playing this could be different by the time you view this because this is a very fluid situation But I know a lot of parents are concerned, should I have my child participate in a high school sport with this virus going around when a lot of schools aren't even opening their doors to the students? They're just having them learn virtually. The the, the one thing I wanted to say about this was the the hard thing is, is that you see professional sports dealing with this. You see college sports dealing with this. Remember, we used to have on the radio station, Tony, programs that were put in place because schools couldn't afford audiovisual supplies in their classrooms. Schools are broke in Connecticut. The public school system is very underfunded, I think a lot of people would say. And you have the Bridgeports of the world and the Greenwiches of the world. Who's going to get the supplies? You can't guarantee that these children are gonna be tested. You can't guarantee that the coaches are going to be tested. Not like the college world that has all this money or the professional world that has all this money to do this stuff. I don't see it being done effectively at the high school level in order to keep this virus at bay and to guarantee that every athlete on that field or pitch or court is not with the virus.
0: I think you're going to see a lot of parents that are going to say, not my child. I mean, there are a lot of parents that don't even want to send the kids back to school when, when it's time. There, there, a lot of these parents are saying that they're going to opt out of of going back to school and, and, and doing this whole thing alive. I I don't know. I don't know. And I'll tell you another thing, Mike, one child, one child, whether it be high school, whatever it is, one child comes down with COVID-19. They're shutting down that whole district. I think anyway, you know, know, and,
1: and, you know, they, I saw a, a meme on Facebook where it showed a cashier at a grocery store with the plexiglass, mm-hmm. the face guard, the mask, and we protect cashiers. And these are frontline workers. And I, I understand that the job that I'm doing now is considered a frontline worker. I've been in these stores ever since this all started. But then you have teachers, You know, what are they going to be equipped with? Are their desks going to have plexiglass? Are they going to be, I mean, I don't know, you know are, are we protecting teachers as much as we're protecting a cashier at a grocery store? Uh, these days because um, we all know as parents, when one child gets it, they all get it. It just spreads like lice and everything you've learned about this virus, it spreads pretty easily.
0: Yes. Yeah. And if we haven't learned, I don't want to say we haven't learned, but if we learn anything, we could learn from major league baseball. Look look what's happening there. I say the commissioner says, Oh no, 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 no. We're just going to soldier on. But I think they're hanging on by a
1: fingernail. I mean, every single day you're reading well, the Cardinals play was... haven't played in almost two weeks, right?
0: Yeah. 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 And they you just know, had another
1: I... player test positive.
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, the only thing that seems to be working is what they call the bubble. Basketball is doing the bubble, you know? But it, I guess you, you just can't do it. You can't do it with, with high school kids or college kids. You can't do the bubble. You know? Well, you can,
1: you, I mean, you can't do that with football. no. You can't have multiple fields where a lot of these teams can play basketball. They have a schedule hockey. You know, one game got postponed because the other game went five overtimes. I mean, it's it's like JV. You know, the JV football game is running over. Ah, just end it. Varsity's coming out on the field. You know, just end the game. You can't do that when you've got playoff hockey no. where one team is going into five overtimes. They say, well, now let's go to bed. We'll play tomorrow morning. Uh, type of thing. But here's
0: here's my other question. Just something as simple that we take for granted every day, going to the bathroom. What happens? What do you do? Clean these bathrooms in these schools? Every time a child goes in there to use it?
1: Or every time a teacher goes in there to use? I mean, these are things that pop into my head. I don't know, you know? Well, and as you said, these are things that pop into your head. You would hope that you've got a panel of individuals who. All they're doing every time nine to five is bringing up all of these things and i would hope that they've opened it up to parents i know a lot of school districts here sent emails to parents how do you want to see the school year go do you want to see your children come back do you want to see them come back at an abbreviated level like maybe certain names in the alphabet go monday wednesday friday others go tuesday thursday Uh, Or do you want to start virtual, see how the virus progresses, and then make a decision later on? I know McKenna School District is starting virtual and will reassess in the month of September. Um, And so that's the way that they're going to proceed. But every school is different. And then how can you throw sports in the mix? I mean, how can you have one school that's distance learning, another school that has the students there? I mean... Are they prepared the same way for a football game that's going to take place? Um, And before people say, hey, it's just a game, it's just a game, some of these athletes are seniors. Some of these athletes are juniors, and they want to play in college. And if they don't play, scouts can't see them, scouts can't, you know, programs can't award scholarships for a lot of these families who the only way that their child is going to go to school is if they get an athletic scholarship. You know, Tony, this, this, is, this is so sad what's happened here. This, this year has sucked, I mean, on every single level. I saw the thing on Facebook that had the, the word 2020 across, and the one, two was like this. It was just, that was the image for 2020, yep. sucked. Everything yep. about this year has been awful. And for all of the graduates who couldn't do it, that is terrible. But all these children that are going into school now, you think they're going to have dances? Do you think they're going to have proms? Do you think they're going to have any of that stuff? They're going to go a whole school year without any of that stuff. It's very sad. It Maybe two years. You know, how
0: long? How long is this going to go on for? Yeah. I don't know. Something, something to think about. Uh, you know, we were uh, kind of remiss, if, if that's the word. Uh, we never mentioned uh, Regis Philman, who passed away about uh, three weeks ago we, we never mentioned that. Do you know that this guy logged on 17,000 hours of television time?
1: 17? I can, I actually, I believe it. he was yeah. everywhere for a certain amount of time. He was everywhere. I mean, my God, he was on television in one. What was his early stuff? I, I saw him with Regis and Kathy Lee and right. then who wants to be a millionaire? That was, that made him in like a pop. Well, uh, yeah, everybody knew him. But what was in, his early stuff in
0: 1968? I guess it was 67 or 68. Uh, Joey Bishop, who was an old time comedian. Uh, he went head to head with Johnny Carson at 1130 at night. And Regis was his announcer. He was oh. Joey Bishop's Ed McMahon, if you will. And I think that went on for three years. And and then it died. Uh, that's the the, the I, I I you know he he was around before that, but I think that's what brought him kind of to national attention. We watched yeah. a special on um, ABC. It was 2020 or something. He he did everything. He anchored news locally. He did sports play by play. He 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 did it all. I you know and and he didn't have a particular talent. You know it's just he. Had he a had nap. that
1: scream. He had that scream that he was he, when he would get angry, when he would get very frustrated with stuff, and he'd be like, "I'm gonna go," you know. And, and then the impersonations of him are classic. I love when he was on David Letterman. You oh, know, yeah. David Letterman always had him on from time to time, and it was the oh, same yeah.
0: bit all the he time. Was just he was just the, the he really he was the greatest, and you couldn't help but but you had to like him. you, you, you had to do it, and he was just on TV in one way or another for like over 50 years. I just, I find that amazing. I I even saw
1: him pop up after he, you know, retired. He was on the Rachel Ray show as a guest. Uh, I saw him on uh, How I Met Your Mother. He was on an episode of that, which was a very funny episode. Um, He was on all sorts of things.
0: And believe it or not, what is there? uh, uh, There's a sports network, FS1, I guess it is.
1: Yeah.
0: He, for a while there, he had a weekly
1: well, he was a big Notre Dame guy. He yeah, was a he huge was Notre, Dame. Notre Dame guy.
0: Yeah. He's, he's buried right there on Notre Dame ground. That's that's where he's. Oh, buried. is he? <laughs> Perfect. And he was on FS1, and he had a, a sports show. He he interviewed these football players and baseball players, and you know this was after uh, the 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 Live with the uh, Regis and Kelly went south. Yeah. You know, it just you know then he did America's Got Talent. He was the first host. Amazing, amazing
1: yeah no you're right it's it's, um he he, he's been a part of so many uh, generations and like i said with that who wants to be a millionaire i mean Mm -hmm. he made that one tie famous you know the 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 shiny tie that was like a it was one of his things but he hosted that show nobody's hosted it better since i mean it was and a lot of people have gone through
0: and and he he in pop 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 culture if you will uh Is that your final answer? Everybody says that at one time or another (laughs) in their lifetime. I mean, everybody does.
1: And I bet going into that show, if they asked him when he was about to exit this world, what would he be remembered for? I bet that'd be the last thing that he would think of. But for a lot of people, that's what they remember Regis Philbin on. Is that your final answer? He certainly
0: will be missed. That's that's amazing.
1: Now, I go out every day with a mask. Every Mm -hmm. day. It's part of my job you might be able to go an entire day without wearing a mask, but when you go out, you wear a mask. The big thing now is people are brushing their teeth more, more. See, when I first read this, I was like, why? I mean, you could have stuff hanging from your mouth and nobody would even know. No, the reason is, is now we smell our own breath. So instead of The mornings where I would sit there and say to Tony, "Hey, what are we going to talk about today?" and he would, "Well, we would," and I was keeling over. Now with our mask, we're smelling the pizza that we had. Everything, according to a new survey, 57% of people say they're brushing their teeth more now because their mask has made them realize just how bad their breath is. They also found 81% of people say bad breath is a turnoff. It is, and 22% have ended things with someone because of bad breath. So the mask has been a dentist's dream because we're now brushing our teeth more because our breath stinks. Yes, yes, I read that too this morning. It was great, I fell over, very funny. Very funny, (laughs) unreal, unreal. Okay, so I want people follow along with us here, comment along with us. Whenever you're watching this, because I want to see everybody's answers to these things as the show is is popping up. Um, The the big question is, and I'm going to ask Tony these questions. I'm going to answer also. But like I said, comment along with us as we're going along with this. Are you, Tony, cleaner or grosser than the average person? An online survey asked 250,000 people about their personal hygiene habits. Okay, here are the 10 questions and how people answer them. Okay, you ready? Go ahead. How often do you shower? Every day. Okay. Would you say every day? Once a day? Yeah, once a day. Okay. 60% said at least once a day. 35% said every other day. And one in 20 said when I start to smell. All right. Do you always wash your hair in the shower? Uh, n- no, not
0: every time. No, no, I don't. Maybe. Just trying to see if you have some up
1: there. Yeah. Well, you, no, yeah. no.
0: Well, usually it's just scalp, but um, no, not, not, not every time. Maybe a couple of times a week.
1: Only 24% said yes, I do. I wash. I, I don't. See, I'm kind of a gravity shower person where I, do things here and let the water just do the rest it's a lot of work you know when you're getting cameras all and all this kind of stuff underneath there so i usually let gravity do the work so i'm i i do not feel that i've showered unless i've washed my hair in okay. my opinion so i i wash my hair 100 of the time only 24 okay. said yes so only 24 are like me and wash their hair every time do you wash your feet i don't even know if i want you to answer this question just because i then will picture you unless you've graduated at your age to the bench in the shower.
0: I wanted to get the bench for the shower, but, but <laughs> my wife said no. But uh, no, I've gotta be, I, I mean, how am I gonna wash my feet? I haven't seen my feet in, in 40 years.
1: So I, 38% said no. The soap okay. dripping down your toes is enough. Yeah, that's, a, that's plenty. Okay. Do you ever pee in the shower?
0: No. No. Believe me, I'm a pig, but I've never done that.
1: I have. (laughs) I I try to aim for the drain thinking that that makes it okay. He freely admits it, folks. But see, here's the the problem, okay? This is where it gets really gross, okay? you have When you have young children like I do. Now, first off, my one son, Ben, will hold his pee all day until he gets in the bath. And then I see him, like, you know, in the bath pee okay now when you have kids you have to have these pads in the bathtub so they don't slip all over the place I need that sometimes, myself sometimes well yeah when you get older too sometimes sure. when I pee I don't get it right into the drain and I mean, okay I mean I'm still a good dad though right I mean that's that I, I, hey you get no argument from me I'm not here to judge you Two-thirds say yes, they pee in the show. Okay. As George Costanza would say, it's all pipes. It's all pipes. Uh, how often do you brush your teeth? Now, as we said, we just had a thing with the mask. How often do you brush your teeth? Uh, twice a day. I'll, I'll, do, okay. I'll do twice a day. Sometimes Wake I up sleep?
0: Sometimes I miss the second time around, but, you know, that first time in the morning.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Only 66% say at least twice a day. 29% send once and 5% said less than that. How often do you guys change your sheets?
0: Once a week? Yeah, about once a week,
1: yeah. One in four say at least once a week. 30% said less than a month. Okay. I think at one point I went half a year. (laughs) (laughs) I purposely don't get white sheets because, you know. Yeah, I get it, I get it. Uh, how often do you change your underwear? Uh, every, every day, yeah. 13% of us don't always change them. You don't do the inside out to get no, two I, days I out of a No, I don't do
0: the air? inside out. My, my, my uh, mother always told me, you gotta wear clean underwear. If ever you get into an accident and, and the ambulance comes, they're gonna see that you've got dirty mudans on, so you, you, you'll be in
1: trouble. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Now everybody's going to think of the end is near. Make sure that the drawers are clean. Uh, and when you pick your nose, Tony. Yes. What do you do with what you find up there? 38% of people said they always use a tissue or throw it away. I'm going to ask you a <laughs> My life's be I'm going to ask you a question and I want you to answer it honestly. Okay. All right. I have been known to
0: pick it and then roll it into a ball and then flick it across the room. I have been known to do that. I have been known to do that. There were a couple of times where I picked my nose. It came out and I was rolling it. And my wife goes, what are you going to do with that tone? What are you going to do with that? So I just took it and put it back up my nose. So I wouldn't get into trouble.
1: I have picked my nose while driving. And it was one of those wet snots and I've kept it on my finger long enough and hung it out the window until it dried or I could roll it up and then throw oh, it. All at right, it. okay,
0: yeah. I mean, one time we were in the bedroom and I flicked it and my wife made me get up and and find it, find it Tom, find it. So,
1: Did you? <laughs> yeah. She or did you, you like, yeah, yeah, here it is. And it's lint from, you know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, right? All right, so hopefully people have answered along with the question. So we can sort of see your comments as you're going along with this. This is how we want to kind of do this and make it more interactive. You know, Tony and I are, are putting in all the work and coming up with all this stuff. The least you guys can do is just write along comments as we're going, going along here so we yeah. can
0: see that's, them that's and, uh, the
1: and okay. read them. It's the least they can do. Why is my head so much bigger than
0: yours on, on this uh, screen?
1: Well, that's, th- this isn't an illusion. This is what the camera is picking up. Well, I, I, look can,
0: like a, I look like a helium head.
1: You like want a, you want me to be like this? There you go. Know. Yeah. No, this is yeah. horrible. <laughs> this is... No, these again... Well, you're too close to it. I think you're too close to the screen anyway, to be honest with you. Okay. Oh, well, now you're slouching. I mean, are you not interested in this anymore? Have you given up? What, is the half hour mark like that's where we've gotten everything out of Tony? That's it? Oh, boy. All right. Okay. Now... You and I, or you don't, I apologize, no longer have a commute, okay? But you used to have a commute and a rough commute. Stanford to Bridgeport is considered one of the worst commutes ever. Mm-hmm. Lucky for us, we always drove at times where traffic was light, but whenever we had to go back to the radio station for an event at a normal time, right. we always had to run into traffic, okay? What if somebody offered you a million dollars but in exchange every traffic light you hit for the rest of your life would be red
0: no problem i'll take the million and i'll i'll sit in traffic that's fine
1: that's really? absolutely fine
0: yeah absolutely fine that's a no brainer no problem
1: no problem i don't know I, the, the sanity that runs out at every red light i i find myself swearing more often these days when I get one red light on a road and then I get the second red light on the road. The first one is like, Oh, okay. But then when you're going, you get hit with the second one. That's when all hell breaks loose, but you would take the million dollars and the rest of your life you'd hit every red light.
0: Yeah. Uh, No, no
1: problem for a million bucks. No problem. That tax free. Well, I mean, it doesn't say that in here. It doesn't say uh, you're living in a, you know, in a, in a blue state, so your taxes are a little lower than no, it's just, I just get a million bucks. All right. Uncle Sam will come and get you later, but you know. Okay. All right. So you take the million. I, I take the million. A I second. think after it's all said and done, I would too, but <sighs> hitting red lights consecutively is very frustrating. It is very because you get caught in a rhythm. And then right after you get through the red light, you come around the corner, you're behind a school bus. Then, you know, you get behind a garbage collector. Right. Then the mail guy who just never really seems to get to the side of the road.
0: Or like my wife just said, or behind you, Tom. Behind
1: you. You are very slow. Yes, yes. I've driven with you a few times at events.
0: Well, I told you that story. We were right out here uh, pulling into the driveway and I'm driving and I'm talking and my wife. Hey, you know something? You are so slow. You, you, c- c- come on pay attention and I started getting aggravated and I was like hey, you know stop picking on me I I'm a good driver just leave me alone will you please I know what I'm doing and then right behind this was a pickup truck you know one of those things like Dukes of Hazard, where the, the big wheels yeah and everything. yeah the mega trucks yeah he had like yeah. a PA system and he goes into the into the microphone drive the car and, and that, right at that moment I mean it was just perfect timing drive the car you see, Tone? You see? So, even the monster truck. The, the, even the I, monster truck. The monster truck was right behind me. That's for sure. Oh my word! Oh
1: boy! No. Oh jeez! All right, you got anything else? I have bad decisions. Do you have anything else? Oh yeah, go ahead. You ready? Yeah. Do you remember? I mean, last time was a was a joke. He's a friend of you and me. Friend of you and me. Okay, ready? Come on. Here we go. Bam! Decisions, bad decisions. Mike Bell to me, a friend of you and me. Now, there's a fine line between a grand romantic and a total disaster. Okay, Okay. there's a fine line between that romantic gesture and a total disaster. A 26-year-old guy named Albert in England spent the past two weeks planning an elaborate proposal for his girlfriend, Valera. Okay, his plan included putting more than 60 balloons and 100 candles around the living room in their apartment. Oh, he puts us all to shame. So he lit all the candles, then went out to get Valera and bring her home to propose. But when they got there, the apartment was on fire and the fire department was rushing over to put it out. Now, luckily, nobody was hurt. But the apartment was completely destroyed oh by the way in case you were wondering valera said yes there's a picture of him proposing to her in the charred apartment and she said yes how can you say yes to somebody who is that careless that the romantic gesture is sort of canceled out right by the stupidity of leaving lit 100 lit candles in an apartment i mean how can you dedicate the rest of your life with a person like that
0: right but on the other side isn't she going to be a little bit of how could i say no everything that he ever owned is, has burnt he has no home all of his possessions i can't say no he's already had a bad
1: day that's the time to do it okay it's like a band-aid you just rip it right off that that is the time to do it he's got he's got a thousand other things that he's crying about That's just one of a thousand instead of a Tuesday where everything was going great, but his girlfriend said no to the proposal. That's all he'll care about. (laughs) That's very funny. Very good,
0: Mike. Very good. All right. Okay. All right. So Um, do you want a word? Yeah. I mean, I've got a word, but I don't know uh, if if you want to do it. Go for it. Uh, The word this time around is mozzarella. But you pronounced it my way. Because... That's the way people are gonna, they're gonna s- spell it. Most people say it that way. I say mozzarella, but the word this time around is
1: mozzarella. I don't even know how to spell that. Do you know how to spell mozzarella? I mean, I... We'll, we'll know, we'll know. Okay. We'll, know. we'll get the gist. Now, people who don't know this, when Tony and I were on the radio show doing this, we got into arguments about the word mozzarella. Right. Because I was raised in the Midwest where Kraft taught me everything about Italian food. uh, And I would always go and get shredded mozzarella in the refrigerated section while you're getting the big glob of mozzarella and putting it on and slicing it on your pizza. I'm shaking the bag of the shredded mozzarella from Kraft all over my pizza. But we're really essentially doing the same thing. I guess basically do it. Well, it's, it was the same thing when
0: we were going to that Italian feast and I says, Oh, we got to get some pizza Vrit. And you were like, what? Let's get, let's get some pizza Vrit. And I, I don't know what you're talking about, Tone. That. And I pointed to some guy who had it and you said, Oh yeah. Fried dough.
1: Come on. Come on. It's fried dough because you can do whatever you want with it. You can put, you can put the sauce on it or I don't know what you call it, you know, tomato paste or, marinara you know, whatever you're going to put on it or you can go the other route with like the brown sugar and the all that stuff so it's just fried dough all right
0: okay all right my wife just said it's gravy it's it's not sauce it's not tomato no, it's paste. paste it's
1: paste right okay um and and then the other one remember when we just moved out to Connecticut I'm driving around I'm looking for places to get a pizza and all I see is a pizza all these restaurants with the word a pizza in it. I'm like, well, what the so, heck is a, a pizza? I just want pizza. I don't want a pizza. Pizza. What if I want to get two? What if I want to get three? And as you sold me, a pizza is... Well, that's like the Italian way. A
0: beats. Try it. Repeat after me. A beats.
1: A There you go. A beats. But it's a B or is it a P? Well, it, well, well it's, it's a P, but, it's... but we say it with a B. Yeah. Awesome. Does that make sense to you? It's with a P, but we say it like Sorry, it's a P. I, Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I will have pizza with my tomato paste and mozzarella cheese with my breaded crust. <laughs> Very funny. So the word is mozzarella. All That's right. It. So mozzarella is the word. So write that in the comments. But as we said, watch this once after its premiere on doing a local's Facebook page. Whatever time you watch it, comment along as you're watching it. I, I that's that's what gets Tony and I going when we read comments of people reacting to things that we said. You know, Tony's whole story about flinging boogers at his wife. I mean, my gosh, what what a dream, ladies! I mean, the fact that he's taken is it's unbelievable, really. When you think about it, it's it's very disheartening to know that he is taken uh, by a lovely woman. But I, I, you know, whatever the case may be, comment along. How often do you brush your teeth? Does your breath stink while you're wearing a mask? All these types of things, uh, because we want to see what you're thinking of the things that we're talking about. And feel free to shoot us a note at any time. Um, Complimentary, we hope, but of things you want us to talk about, suggestions that you have uh, for us to talk about with our show. We'd love that. Nothing
0: negative though. Don't. It hurts our feelings.
1: Nothing negative. No, yeah. We we, we're we're both babies. I mean, we really are. Yep. No, and not not even partially negative. Don't do the backhanded compliments we're so used to uh, in the industry that we used to work with. You guys are great, but you're on the low side of great. (laughs) 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 Which folks, you you see us laugh, but somebody actually said that to us. Somebody Somebody actually actually A, a superior of ours said right. that to us. You guys are great, but you're on the low side of great. <laughs> so that's that's our mentality. So when you say negative things about us or partially positive, you know, right. we go the Please. negative route. Please, don't do that. It just right. everything positive. All right. is so that mozzarella it? in the comments, and we'll say your name in the next program. All right. That's a show. That's, that's a you. show. Bye, right. Tone. Hey, Mike, see you next week. See you next week.